This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omnial Saleh and Hany Balkis. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. This is the one and only place where we bring you the latest in robotics, artificial intelligence, gadgets, and applications. All that you need to know about what's happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and around the world is being brought to you right here on Pulse 95. Big news is happening right here in the UAE as we witness TikTok becoming jealous of YouTube. We've always seen that become the other way around. YouTube is usually trying to implement other features that social media platforms uh, go ahead and introduce. But now TikTok is working on testing longer three-minute videos. Now, for those of you who don't know, TikTok is uh, a very big platform right here in the UAE and all, all around the world for the youth to create very short fast and quick videos so that they can go ahead and express themselves but could giving them a long period of time give them a bigger chance to become creative this is exactly what we're going to be discussing on today's show but if you have an iPhone 11 I've got some good news for you because Apple might just owe you a free screen replacement How can you get that free screen replacement and do you even need it? This is something we're also going to be discussing on today's show. But in the world of gadgets, lots is happening with LG because they have started out trials for indoor robot delivery services. Now, we've seen robots become a lifeline during the COVID-19 pandemic, whether it was in hospitals, helping out healthcare pr- practitioners uh, distribute medicines, distribute meals, or even keep a patient's company. But now they are being used uh, more in a convenience store style of way, but also in hospitals. Uh, for those of you who own v- robot vacuums, I've got some pretty malicious news for you because your robot vacuum might just be spying on you. How and does that also involve the use of cameras? This is something we're going to be sharing with you in just a few moments. In the world of apps, Twitter is making headlines. because they are working on better ways to secure your account. And these ways are much more convenient than the complex ways of going through the settings and digging through the different features that they have added. Lots and lots is in store right here on Future Talk. So keep Pulse95 locked and we'll be right back. Pulse95 Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Your quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world in the UAE and around the world. Short and sweet is the heart of TikTok. And I'm sure every TikToker out there would agree with me. They're fast. They're easy to do. Some of them may not be as easy as they look like. But they're also a great creative outlet for many youngsters as well as those who are interested in this video platform. However, the company is working on introducing something a little bit different and a little bit new. However, it does seem like they are getting a little bit jealous from YouTube because the company actually wants to see if giving people the ability to record longer videos is something that TikTokers would like to explore. They are currently working on rolling out the ability to record videos of up to three minutes in length. Now, this feature has not been officially announced yet. However, social media consultant Matt Navarra did tweet a screenshot of the update, which showcases that the feature is still in early stages. And the account is actually uh, that 
is working on uh, this update is working on it to become a little bit of a preview for many users. So only TikTokers that TikTok wants to or wants them to promote this feature will have access to it. However, TikTok does allow all creators uh, for now to upload videos of up to one minute in length. So we're looking at a big jump from one minute long videos up until three minute long videos. Now, if this is a successful length uh, because of its factors of being longer than Vine, shorter than most YouTube videos, I'm wondering if the three-minute videos will become a hit as well, since a lot of people do enjoy TikTok since it's short and sweet. However, it does pull you to spending hours on end scrolling through the platform. Now, the constraint of finding ways to make something funny within six short and sweet seconds is part of what makes TikTok work. And it is the reason why a lot of people have been finding it very interesting because you have to have that skill to grab someone's attention in only 60 seconds. And also, it gives that people... A lot of people nowadays have had a very short attention span. We don't want to wait. We don't want to watch longer form things. We just want something that is very quick and easy, but at the same time entertaining. And it also gives you the option to flip to the next right uh, video that the TikToker has worked on. But if we are looking at TikTok to become more dominated by longer content, it may just become a miniature replica of YouTube. Because back when YouTube videos were shorter than 10 minutes, they were actually a big hit. But the minute that YouTube allowed longer videos, more creators were actually able to become creative with their content. And a lot of people were actually looking at YouTube more as a, a very simple format to what you would watch on TV or, or any other uh, platform, rather than looking at it as a social media platform. Now, will this work or will this not? I guess we only have time to tell but uh, many people were actually if we're looking at history a lot of people were very upset when Twitter actually doubled the length of a tweet from 140 characters to 280 characters simply because people liked how it once was and I feel like this is gonna be the same story with TikTok one minute long videos seem to be exactly the way a lot of TikTokers want it so why change it when it works but let's move on to talk a little bit about iPhone because if you have an iPhone 11 I've got some fantastic news for you. Apple may just owe you a free screen replacement. Now, it does sound like a great win, but at the same time, it also showcases that there is something wrong with the screen of the iPhone 11. Now, for Apple to admit a mistake, this is big because we all know that Apple loves to kind of dig down and dig deep all of its mistakes and try and hide them with benefits. But the company has called uh, on the features that have definitely caused the screen of the iPhone 11 to be a little bit faulty. And to find out whether or not your iPhone 11 is one of the screens that may, may need to be replaced for free, you'll have to go ahead and check with their Apple Care team. Now, the company uh, did admit that some of the iPhone 11 screens were defective, but as a form of compensation, they are also offering to replace them completely for free. To find out if your iPhone 11 is one of the busted ones, all you'll have to do is uh, submit to Apple your phone serial number, which is typically found on the box of the phone whenever you buy it. And there's also a way to find out your Apple iPhone serial number throughout the settings. If you go ahead and uh, connect with one of Apple's chat support team, you can go ahead and give out your phone serial number to find out if your iPhone 11 has been facing this issue. Now, what's interesting about it is a lot of people may 
have this issue but just never connected that it is because of the screen and that's simply because a lot of the times our phones do freeze because of all of the iOS updates that Apple launches and some of them have little bit of bugs that could slow down our phone. So if your iPhone 11 has been exhibiting any freezing issues, if you go ahead and check with the support team and give them your serial number, they will get back to you on whether or not your device is eligible for this free screen update. Now, because this is Apple, this of course includes uh, another issue because if you have a cracked screen and a busted display module, Apple does not want you to think for a moment that you can kill two birds with one stone because if your iPhone 11 has any damage which impairs the ability to complete the repair like a cracked screen or even if it's a very minute crack, this issue will need to be resolved, resolved prior to you applying for this service because they are not going to be paying for the cost of your screen if it is damaged so there you have it iphone 11 owners go ahead get your screens perfectly fixed before you go ahead and ask apple for a free screen replacement and let me know have you checked with apple chat support team on whether or not your phone would be eligible for the free screen replacement our text lines are open 4215 do it this or sign into our dms at pulse 95 radio coming up we're talking all about gadgets more specifically gadgets launched by lg because they are working on an indoor robot delivery service keep pulse 95 locked we'll be right back you're listening to pulse 95 pulse 95 take this out take this out Indoor robot delivery services. These are basically a fragment of the future in our present because today we're talking all about LG starting out trials for those indoor robot delivery systems. What's interesting about them is they have all the power and strength that some of the strongest humans could own because a single robot of those can carry up to 15 kilograms worth of items in its drawers and deliver them efficiently. So we're looking at someone who will never complain of things being too heavy, but at the same time that can work around the clock without resting. LG Electronics have started out uh, these trials for the robot that is called Chloe ServeBot. And Chloe ServeBot has three drawers and it can carry about 15 kilograms of items within those three drawers. What's interesting about it is that it's also completely hygienic because it can actually disinfect itself and head to its destination without a remote control. So it's completely autonomous can disinfect itself, carries large amounts of weight. I mean, what else could you ask for, especially if you're implementing such a robot in a restaurant or even in a hospital? Now, we've seen a lot of robotic uh, baristas. We've seen uh, robotic employees at restaurants that have been able to pick up plates, empty plates from tables, clean up those tables, cook in the restaurant, but also serve many of those customers. And especially during the COVID-19 pandemic, as things started to reopen, a lot of people felt more comfortable dealing with robots in comparison to dealing with human beings, because these robots were not posing any risk on the customer to contract the COVID-19 virus. On the other hand, when you're dealing with a human being, you're always second guessing how close and how far should you be from the person, whether or not they may have coronavirus without them even knowing. So this kind of puts all of your worries to rest. The company did announce that it will start delivering these robots uh, to convenience stores starting from the beginning of next month. 
but they're also uh, having a lot of uh, production of these robots in South Korea, in Seoul. And the company is actually deploying the robot assistant at a university hospital where it has been tasked with picking up and delivering equipment, blood samples, Uh, prescription drugs and many other items now what's interesting about it is that while this robot goes ahead and does all the routinic pickup jobs other employees and healthcare practitioners are actually freeing up their schedule to concentrate on the patients on taking care of them on making sure that uh, their diagnosis is basically what it should be instead of having to worry about a million things at the same time picking up the blood samples taking them to uh, the laboratory and especially for nurses i feel like this will definitely become a very important lifeline the robots can also get onto elevators on their own so they can they can actually move between all the floors uh, above the ground and the basement level they can deliver lunch boxes sandwiches and drinks to the staff as well as the patients and this also comes in handy in the case of COVID-19 patients since a lot of nurses would actually have to keep changing their protective gear every time they would go into a COVID-19 patient room. With this robot there's no need to change gear, it's completely sustainable to the environment. All you'll have to do is send this robot in with the meal for the patient. Now customers can actually order using an application that is associated with this robot. So if you have a customer that does not want to necessarily go to a convenience store, all they'll have to do is make the order through an app and this robot can actually go ahead and pick up all of the different goods from the convenience store, place them in one of the drawers and leave them uh, or input them at the destination for checkout. Now, LG Chloe Serve robots have actually been, uh, as we've mentioned, deployed in convenience stores, deployed in hospitals, but also deployed in restaurants because they have been able to carry food trays to the tables. They can navigate seamlessly between tables and chairs. Uh, They can actually have a discussion with the customer to bring exactly their meal, uh, to bring their meal exactly the way they want it. But they also clean up after every customer's mess because they can go ahead and return all the dirty dishes and utensils back to the kitchen. Now, whenever we're talking about those robots, especially whenever we talk about their features, how they have or they can fulfill multiple jobs at the same time, a lot of people are worried. Are they going to take the jobs of waiters? Are they going to take the jobs of chefs? Are they going to take the jobs of every employee that works at a restaurant? And the answer is no. Because these robots, even though they may seem like they can do it all, they can't replace humans. They can't replace how fast a human reacts when an issue occurs. And this is exactly why they're only going to be freeing up the schedules of all of the waiter staff, all of the employees, and complement them to make sure that the interaction between the staff and the customers is left at a minimum, especially during the COVID-19 pandemic. But the efficiency of these staff will definitely skyrocket high because they have more time to focus on what matters. Let us know your thoughts. Would you be interested in going into a restaurant where your waiter or your or the staff working there are mostly robots with only a few humans present? Or would you rather go into a restaurant where it's only humans that are serving you and robots are nowhere to be found? Send in your thoughts at 4215, do it to Salat or sign into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio. But keep Pulse95 locked because coming up, we're talking all about 
robot vacuums spying on us. I'm sure every person who owns a Roomba, which is one of the most famous robotic vacuums, may feel a little bit con- con- concerned with this conversation. Uh, I personally was whenever I read about it. I don't have a robotic vacuum, but I know a lot of people who do. And uh, little did we know they could actually become miniature security cameras, not for ourselves, but rather for hackers who are interested in spying on what we do. Keep Pulse 95 locked. We'll be right back. This is Pulse 95. Check this out. Check this out. Pulse 95. Could your robotic vacuum be spying on you? This is definitely a question that will spark a lot of fear in the hearts of those who own a robotic vacuum. Because a team of researchers recently announced that vacuum cleaners can be remotely hacked to act as microphones. So imagine you are sitting at your home, you're using the help of a robotic vacuum to clean up your house. uh, But as you're having discussions with your kids, with your loved ones, with your spouse, this vacuum can hear it all. But not only can it hear it all, but it also broadcasts broadcasts this conversation to the hacker who uh, who is in control of it now a lot of people may be wondering how can this innocent Roomba vacuum go ahead and become basically um, a hidden microphone in our own homes well the the whole secret behind it is in the manipulation of the light detection technology that is typically used by such cleaners Now, two researchers from the University of Maryland, more specifically from the Department of Computer Science, were actually collecting information from the laser-based navigation system in the popular vacuum robot. And what they found out was actually very terrifying because they found out that any device that uses light detection, and more specifically the LiDAR technology, which for those of you who don't know, it's actually available and found in your iPhone 12 phones, It can be manipulated for collecting sound, despite not having a microphone embedded within it. Now, this work, which is a collaboration between different professors, have definitely raised a lot of awareness on how important it is to make sure that whatever gadgets we use are privacy-proofed. We welcome these devices into our homes and we don't think twice about it, you know? You buy a Roomba vacuum, a robot vacuum, and you're not thinking about is it going to breach my privacy? All you're thinking about, I'm never ever going to have to vacuum the house. (laughs) All I have to do is turn it on, go to bed, and I'll wake up the next morning. The house is spotless. But with every pro comes a con, and this is one of the cons of these robotic vacuums. Because even though these devices don't have microphones, they can be hacked into it, or a hacker can actually repurpose the system and use them for navigation to spy on conversations and potentially reveal a lot of private information. The LiDAR navigation systems that are found in household vacuum bots shine a laser beam around the room and they sense the reflection of the laser as it bounces off nearby objects. And this is exactly what signals to the robot that there is dust or that there is a certain object that they have to go ahead and avoid bumping into. So. I told you that these robot vacuums can spy or act like spies in your home. A lot of you may be wondering, so what to do now? Do we just turn them off and never use them again? 
not really, because privacy experts have suggested that the maps made by these vacuum bots are often stored in the cloud, which is the reason why the potential privacy breach risk is there, because a lot of advertisers may have access to information about things like your home size, things like your lifestyle-related information, and this is why such hackers would actually want this information, so they can go ahead and target ads to fit your needs and your style. However, if you can go ahead and make sure that these vacuums are only operating at night or at times where you're not carrying out of a conversation, then your house will be a lot safer to be into as the vacuum is working. Now, on the other hand, a lot of these vacuums actually scan the environment with a laser and different light sensors so that they can go ahead and avoid any obstacles. Another thing that you could do is make sure that whenever this vacuum is connected to uh, a certain outlet that it's not it doesn't have the Wi-Fi turned on because with this Wi-Fi a lot of the information that it's recording within its system can be uh, transferred to the hacker so researchers that hacked the robot vacuum to showcase that this is possible uh, were actually doing so through their laptops and through Wi-Fi without interfering with the device's navigation so a lot of them did announce that turning off your Wi-Fi whenever this vacuum is working will actually be to be helpful. A lot of you may be thinking Wi-Fi is, li is a lifeline nowadays. How can we go ahead and turn it off? This is exactly why it is recommended that you turn on this robot vacuum during the night when no conversations are held and when turning off the Wi-Fi could actually deem to be very useful, especially for your quality of sleep. Now, researchers also emphasize that vacuum cleaners are only one example of the potential vulnerability that a lot, that a lot of LiDAR-based gadgets actually pose. Many other devices could be just as harmful at, as these robot vacuums. So we're looking at uh, every smartphone because every smartphone that has a face recognition or has infrared sensors could be used to collect information about you. So always make sure that you have every security and privacy layer that you could possibly have constantly checking that you have two-factor authentication turned on, whether it was on your phone or even on any of the devices that you use. All of these precautionary measures will make sure that your devices are safe from any privacy breach. Let me know, do you have a robot vacuum in your home and have you enjoyed using it? I know it's a very... It's a very silly question to ask. Why would you ask if I'm enjoying the, the vacuum? Because now that I told you that it could be spying on you, will that change your mind on whether or not you will continue using it? A lot of people I know uh, have actually considered stopping using the vacuum. But as we've mentioned, there are ways around it. All you'll have to do is turn it on during the night and at a time when no conversations are being held. So if you're leaving the house to go to the office, turn it on, let it do its job. No conversations are being recorded as a result. Send in your thoughts at 4215 or sign into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio. But coming up, we're talking all about privacy concerns with Twitter because they have just launched a lot, a lot of features that could help make your account a lot more secure. Keep Pulse95 locked. We'll be right back. You're listening to Pulse95. 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 Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? Let's have an honest moment. Some forms of online security can definitely be a pain. And 
Even though they are a little inconvenient, that does not mean that they are not necessary, especially when we're talking about keeping ourselves safe on social media. Because Twitter has just announced a change that will make securing your account become a lot easier, especially for those who use their Twitter account on their mobile devices as well as iPads. It's going to become a lot more convenient going forward and this is definitely music to our ears because people who have chosen to lock down their Twitter accounts with security keys will be able to use those keys to log on and to log into them through their Android and their iOS. Now for those of you who don't use an Apple device, uh, you may not know that but Apple does have a feature where it allows you to actually keep all of your password in a single place. So every time you want to log in, let's say to your Twitter account, to your Gmail, to your Facebook, you don't have to sit down and re-enter your password every single time. It may just ask you to use your fingerprint or it may just ask you to use your or to use the facial recognition feature. So this update is definitely an important one because now you can ensure that your Twitter is safe on all of your platforms because you can make the password as complicated as you want and you'll never ever have to remember it again unless you change your phone. So always keep it in a safe place. So this update is a very important one because it means that people who are worried about hackers targeting their Twitter accounts, especially people who have a high follower count, uh, they'll definitely be very grateful for all of these extra security settings because now they can use the most rigorous form of account protection while still easily accessing their Twitter on their phones. Previously, the only way to use a security key for login verification was on Twitter.com. So it was on the website itself, not on the application on the phone. But protecting your account on all of your devices is very important. And this is exactly why Twitter is now also updating its security features to support two-factor authentication. So you can now log in with your physical security key on Android and iOS, just like you would do with your desktop website app. So fingers uh, are definitely going to be coming in handy now because your fingerprint will make sure that you don't have to re-enter your password ever again. But also, you can associate your Twitter account with your face. So unless you are logging in by using facial recognition, you won't have to uh, ever remember what your password is. Now, you can also add a security key to your account on the desktop version. But once you've done so, Wednesday's update means that you are no longer destined to access your account through your desktop. Now, you don't necessarily need a physical security key to add the multi-factor authentication to your Twitter account. But if you have a smartphone, it is one of the easiest ways to ensure that your Twitter account is safe. For those of you who do want to take a few extra steps to make sure that their Twitter account stays under their control while still being able to use it uh, on their phones through the application, this announcement that Twitter just uh, mentioned will be uh, news that we are all welcoming with wide open arms. Now, the natural conflict between it being convenient and it being easy, but also making sure that all of your information is protected is definitely a struggle that has been on for years now. But slowly with biometric devices and with the two-factor authentication system, things are becoming easier and a lot safer to keep our accounts secure, but at the same time to make sure that we're not spending endless 
minutes every time we want to log in to our accounts. Let us know what you think. Do you use two-factor authentication and do you enjoy all of the easier hacks to get to your account? So we're talking all about facial recognition. We're talking all about fingerprint services and fingerprint IDs every time you want to log in. Personally, I've really enjoyed the two-factor authentication system that the new MacBook Pros have been offering. Every time I want to open up my computer, instead of having to use my finger, instead of having to type in my password, if I'm, if I'm wearing my Apple Watch, it'll open up immediately because both of them sync and the computer knows that it is me who is turning on uh, the laptop itself. Let us know what are your favorite security hacks. Uh, 4215, do it a lot or sign into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio. Future Talk is coming to an end, but the entertainment on Pulse95 is still continuing because coming up is Omar uh, al the halftime show. It's going to be kicking off in just a few moments. He's going to be bringing you everything you need to know about physical health, mental health. You need to tune into his show if you are a big fan of sports because he definitely covers a lot of that as well. But coming up as well, we have from 4 to 5 p.m. is Afternoon Karak with Mikhail Atiyah and Aisha Al-Mazmi. They'll be bringing you everything that you need to know about the different shows and movies that are trending at the moment. We'll see you again, same time, same place tomorrow from 2 to 2 to 3 p.m. Stay blessed, stay safe, and we'll see you next time. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.